podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiacos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiacos, I said, you're a pretty good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Gates of an International Podcast. As you can see, if you're watching live or on YouTube, I'm solo tonight. I am by myself. My fellow co-hosts um, have kids. I don't have kids. So that is how I ended up on this duty, um, Sunday night duty. Um, happy to be here. Happy to talk with everyone. Um, hopefully you all drop some comments and lead some talking points. I'm going to also be dropping the link in the chat for people who want to join. Uh, feel free to join me tonight and we can have a discussion. So I'm dropping the link in the chat now. Um, feel free if you'd like to join, um, click on the link and I'm happy to talk uh, English, Greek, whatever you want to talk about. Um, on that note, uh, I have to say to everyone, um, I hope you've been enjoying all of our content recently. And if you don't mind, you can like and subscribe to our channel and all of our social medias to keep following up with what we are doing. There's going to be more news to break, which we will be breaking and we will be bringing to you. Yeah, uh, it's exciting time at Olympiacos, two friendlies down, more players being signed this week. Um, new new players finally getting on the field as well. So exciting time. Um, make sure to drop in the chat what you think about some of the new signings and how they've done so far. And this is also the last episode I'm doing in Geneva. I'm uh, leaving Switzerland and I'm moving to Brussels for you. For all of you who don't know, so I'm going to be closer with Costa, but I'm also going to be moving there. So this may be uh, the last episode I'm on for a little while. We'll have to see how my uh, my work schedule goes. On that note, everyone, let's get into Olympiacos. Let's talk about what we're all here for um, and where to begin. I guess we can start by going over the two friendlies we saw. The first one being with, gosh, uh, do you know? I don't even know the team's name. Rid? Reed? Reed? I think uh, the Austrian team, and we lost 2-0. Um, I, I watched both games, guys, so I can talk a little bit about it in passingly. And also the camera angles are really bad on these preseason friendlies. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. It's super hard to follow what's going on. It's sometimes you can't really see the field very well, see movement. But what I would say was uh, the first game wasn't very good. The first half was decent, but it seemed like the team ran out of legs. Some players weren't making runs, that sort of thing. It wasn't the most enjoyable football to watch. And we also looked like we were playing the same football that we had played all of last season, which was a bit disappointing. The reaction was fast and harsh on, on social media. A lot of fans were very upset. Um. To be honest, rightfully so, it, it was really bad showing. It looked like there was no progress being made, but to be fair, first friendly. Are we really going to judge the team on that? I don't know. I don't think so. So moving forward, we had the second game with Fortuna Dusseldorf, um, which was better. Um, 
you noticed it from right away. Matia Valbuena had a good chance to score early on. Uh, he put it on his left foot and was it was quite bad. It's a quite bad finish. But okay, it was it was a decent decent game. The first goal we gave up was very poor defending from the midfield, poor tracking back. Socrates didn't step up, um, and it was quite a good strike. But to be fair, poor defending. Um, and from there, we went up two goals. Hassan scored a goal, his first goal, returning to the club. A typical Hassan header from a Lazar Angelovic set piece. The other goal I'm forgetting now, to be honest. Uh, it's a beautiful goal from Cisse. That's what it was. It was a control off a set piece again from Cisse and a uh, nicely goal slotted in. Uh, of course, we also gave up a penalty, which Thomas Vachelik saved to, to hold the win. So 2-1. Um, on the friendly so far we have one win one loss uh i would say the game with fortuna dusseldorf was interesting i would say um i don't know if interesting is the right word it was more you could see some changes were being implemented more so with um with that i don't know what you guys think make sure to drop a drop a comment down below if you're you're with me uh don't leave me out stranding all episode just talking by myself if we do that it's just going to be a bit boring so make sure to drop a comment um <clears throat> but moving on yeah the there seemed to be a system in place for that second game there was more of a higher pressing it seemed some of the downfalls in the team were actually from the lines that were being formed the defensive line to the midfield line seemed to have big different big difference between it and also the defensive line was pushed up really high but struggled with that there were gaps in between and behind especially when Avram Papadopoulos came on the back line was incredibly poor so yeah I would say um it it was a game where we saw some things and we saw some plans being put underway so I would say more interesting than anything else than the first one but yeah second preseason game preseason games are always so difficult to judge for me i can't get a good reading on them um with what's going on who's playing well blah 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 i i think um i think i i really attempt to just not judge the team until um until we get the first friendly back in Gariskaki, which will be with Alkmaar, I believe, AZ Alkmaar of the Netherlands. So we'll get to see the team in Gariskaki against a quite a good team, a Dutch team. I think just a week before we play Maccabi Haifa. And on that note, we've Adi here, uh, a Maccabi Haifa fan, fan. He says, nice podcast you ha- have. Nice. Thank you for that comment. And he's here to learn about Olympiacos. So if our fans want to drop some comments and tell them about Olympiacos, happy to do so. And I'll be talking about the team, of course. Um, so yeah, guys, I, I'm not sure, uh, such good ju- judgments per se that can be taken, um, away from these friendlies. I really struggle to be honest. Sometimes I, a lot of times, actually, I'll be honest. I don't watch the friendlies. I, because I can't get a strong feeling on players with this camera angle and, and the camera works really bad. So you get a ma- bad interpretation was a player in bad positioning did he make a mistake or is it just the angle you can't see the space you know if that makes sense so i try to hold off my my criticism um on that i will say as well gonzalo avia gordon um is what we've been told we should be calling him um is a is a decent player it seems uh, tactically seems well aware he seems how to interplay pretty well 
Um, but can you really judge a player after 45 minutes or so? Again, not really. I'm excited to see more friendlies. And I'm really excited to see the team take form as well. Because at the moment, it just seems we're throwing random 11 players out there. And that first friendly we saw Papa Bucese play left back and Baglayanis play right back with Avram and Socrates. It was like four central defenders playing in the same team. So it was more just like get on the field and play type thing. Um it's my understanding. But now as we have Zinker Nagul, uh, Gordon getting involved. Uh, also, guys, uh, we can talk about transfers. Those guys will be getting involved. I'll get into that in a second. Um, it will be interesting to see what the core of the team. Um, an interesting note, too, from the preseason friendly so far is that Pedro Martins is playing Agu Agibu Camara a bit more deeper. He's been playing as an eight so far in the preseason. So I do find that interesting as well. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what his role is going to be this year in the team. I don't think the role is the 10. And maybe with Zinker Nagel coming in. And also, oh, sorry, João Carvalho getting... Uh, Getting onto the pitch, we'll see. Um, we'll see Agibu Kamara shifted more deeper back. Uh, Lakis has a comment here. He says, "Do you get the impression too that tactically players do not know, or not understand, or do not want to do what the coach has told them?" Lakis, I'm not sure to be honest, man. Uh, thank you for your comment, guys. Keep the comments going, and also if you've seen, I, I dropped the link into the the show since I'm solo tonight. Um, I don't know what's going on. Honestly, in that first friendly, I was a bit worried after seeing the way we played and the results. Players were really lazy, to be honest with you as well. Um, in that friendly, Kunde was very lazy. Um, he was walking back. He wasn't doing much. I'm just going to blame that on these being friendlies at the moment. But there were things that were really concerning to me um, just on the on the effort level, which I don't know if it's because players are tired, trainings intense, games coming after games. So I'm not going to judge. Again, I'm going to hold my judgment until we see the formation of uh, of a squad. So unless there's more questions to talk about preseason, I really don't think you can get much out of these games. These are really just, these aren't even preseason games really at this point. They're training games. It's just like 11 on 11 with another team who's in the area. It's not, these games aren't even really, this is a system we're going to try. Pedro Martins, the, the, He's been playing 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3. The first game played 4-4-2 with Hassan. Excuse me. And Zaquino. So I I don't think these are... I don't think we really know where we're going yet. So I don't know how helpful it is to talk about these things, to be honest. But if anyone wants to talk about them, happy to do so. And Adi, our friend Adi, I hope I'm saying that right, our friend from Maccabi Haifa is asking, uh, did Var Versako play in friendly matches? So actually, uh, Sime Versako will be arriving in Athens Tuesday. He's flying into Athens Tuesday for his medical, the pictures for the signing. And I assume he will be in Austria either Wednesday or Thursday. So we can expect him, expect him in the preseason games by I think next week if all goes well with the transfer of course he has to pass a medical he's had some medical injuries in the past so you never know with medicals we've seen that happen in the past so um we'll see we'll see um but it's exciting to have Versalco it's also exciting to have um Juan or Gonzalo Alva I don't want to say a Gonzalo via Avia Gordon Gordon I'll call him Gordon 
in the team, um, or Avia, I don't know, I'll call him Avia, a good team in the team, uh, and those two competing at right back. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the team formulates itself because the transfer strategy at the moment is much different than it's been a lot of summers. I think there's been a decision to get players in early and maybe sacrifice on quality a bit. You see that with Zinkernagel and Via Avia coming from the championship, which is not considered the best league. Like I, I think it's considered the best second division in all of the world, but okay, it's still second division. I think Olympiacos is conceding a bit on high quality to get players in the door outside of maybe Versalco. We see that as well with Abu Bakar, Kamara, um, Ari's player. I think the decision that management has been made to bring players in and integrate them as soon as possible, as fast as possible, I should say as well, because what really has killed us the past few years is when the team says, well, well, let's wait until August for the better deals. Let's wait until the end of the transfer window for better deals. And that's killed us in the past. So I think there's been that killed us last season completely. Oh, yeah, that killed us last season really bad. It's hard just talking. I've been talking for 15 minutes, guys. It's, it's difficult. Adi makes this seem very easy. But anyway, we'll see. I think the transfer strategy is different. I think there's been a concession maybe on quality. Um, but I think that'll make a difference. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, talking about players in specific, Verisauco. I question if he's going to be ready for Maccabi Haifa. I think we're looking at about three weeks until um, until then. So we'll see. Maybe uh, uh, Pipa, uh, that's the nickname, Pipa will play. I know that's the joke. Pipa will play. We'll see if Pipa's going to play. Um, I don't know. Andruchos has been playing a bit at right back. He's been very poor, like usual. I, I thought he wasn't even going to travel. I thought he was going to be cut. But now we're looking at Andruzzo's playing a bit, which isn't ideal. Um, yeah, let's let's look into some uh, comments we have from Blackies. Uh, he goes, the three midfielders with Fortuna did not participate at all offensively. He expects to get goals from three players in the front or from the fullbacks. Good luck. Yeah, Blackies has been a strategy for a while, and it's really disappointing. Um and you list the midfielders here, Mvia, Madi, and Kunde. Well, at one point, Madi was pretty good creatively. His crosses are quite good. Um, you you know what I mean? There's no creativity at the moment, and that's why we're hoping Versalco and um, Pipa and uh, Zinkernagul can can help make a difference, can bring something. Jao Carvalho, Abu Bakar, Kamara. To be honest, I don't see it. I don't know. I, I see Zinkernagel, Varsalco, all these players being good. But again, if you go back to my opinion of last season, I think uh, Yorgo brings it up. Labrac, our problem is Martins. I will have to wait and see. But it, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to make conclusions off on Martins based off two friendly games. But I thought he should have left at the end of the season. But. I don't make the decisions at the club, so that's fine. We have to live with it, and we have to live with Pedro Martins for as long as he goes. Um, he's He better get us through with Maccabi Haifa, that's for sure, or else he's gone. But we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Cosatino says uh, they don't, they can't create 
in-game chances. They can only score with lucky uh, standards for Tunisia's missing. Konstantinos, Kalispera. Uh, um, I I agree to a certain extent. If you look at both goals that were scored, they were from set pieces. That may tell you something. In-game, we didn't have that many great chances. Um, we also... I don't want to be the guy who says it because it's preseason, but Yusef Al-Arabi looks a bit not heavy in weight, but his touch and movement. And this was kind of the fear. Um, hopefully he can turn it around to make me look like an idiot, which I think there's a good a chance he will. And again, that's why I hate doing this thing of trying to discuss preseason friendlies after two and with the bad camera angle and the bad camera work and everything. But we'll see. Um, we'll see. I think... Creation is a massive problem. I think it's a massive problem at Lulubia. Of course, it's been a problem for a while. If you can't create, how are you going to score? Mm. So, uh, Adi, our friend uh, from Israel, I think, asks how many Greek players in Olympiacos actually play in the national team. So, you're looking on Andreas Buhalakis and Yorgos Masuras, and I think that's it. I... Socrates and Manolas, of course, don't play for the Greek national team. Outside of that, Kosas Fortunis doesn't play for the Greek national team anymore due to injury. Um, if I'm missing someone, drop it in the comments. But I think that's it. Just two. Nectarios is the same. Just two players. Yeah. Yeah, only two players. It's not ideal. Not a, not ideal at all. But that's that's a topic for another episode. Um yeah, guys, are there any transfers we want to talk about? Andrutsos also has been called up. Like he's correct. Is there anything you guys think we should talk about? Like some overarching themes, those of you in the comments. I, um, I'm i wondering about your reaction so far to some of the discourse which has broken out around Olympiacos in the friendlies. Um, a lot of negativity around the team at the moment. It's very toxic environment with, not I wouldn't say in Austria, but I... I'd say just from listening to the radio, I'm currently working on my master's thesis. I'm finishing it. Um, and sometimes I'll take a break and tune into the radio to see what people are saying. And really toxic, blah, 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 shit, worse shit, who he shit, everyone shit. Um, I guess that's who we are until you start winning. That's that's what you are. So I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the hope, as Yorgo says, we're continuing our performance from last year. The hope is... Things change. Things change. Um, and at the moment, I don't see it super super well. But one thing I will talk about is the heavy playing time for Matieva Buena and Avram Papadopoulos. I, I remember in that first preseason friendly scene, Bagalianis, Baglagianis, I don't know the spelling of the name, actually, um, playing right back. Instead of central defender for Avram to play in defense, come on, man, Avram. I've said it before. It's great, blah blah blah. The guy is thirty-eight years old. Olympiacos is really training Avram Papadopoulos to do what in a real game scenario is he ever going to play in an important game? If so, what are we doing as a club? We're relying on him, but we'll see. We'll see. Another question mark, um, I wonder if you guys have noticed, is the state of Cosas Manolas. I wonder if um, 
that's broken into some of your vision. Is this guy ever going to get completely fit and back to top standard? Guys, um, are you starting to get worried of Manolas? Do you think he's ever going to be ready to play at a high level? I would say that he's a, the third choice central defender at the moment at Olympiacos. Of course, that's Manolas, one of the highest earners at the club. What, what do you guys think about that? It's not great. Not great. Is he going to play against Maccabi Haifa? If I was the head coach, I would go with Cisse and Socrates. What does that say about one of the highest earners in the club? Massive signing. He looked very poor in the first friendly. A lot of players did, but let's see. Let's see. There's time to make it right. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I think we're just going to have to see, guys. Um, I, I, I don't know what, what, what to say. I, I didn't... I, I didn't think it's going to turn around, to be honest. I didn't. A lot of people said, we're going to make signings, we're going to go to preseason, and we're going to make it back, you know? And that's good. They, yeah, people think that. But I I just think there's something missing with the team. People, I thought the coach maybe should have left, should have left after the situation with Panathinaikos, with Pauk, blah, 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 blah. I think after Atalanta 3-0 at home, not looking like a team, not really playing well. And Adi, our friend from Israel, says friendly matches mean nothing really. Adi, but the fact is Olympiacos hasn't played good football in almost two years now. So it's really difficult to watch. We watched the, lost the Greek Cup with Pauk. We got destroyed by Atalanta at home. I was in the stadium. Any of you others in the stadium must have uh, must have saw that. Uh, yeah, Nectario says we start winding five days after preseason. First stop, that's at least 20% will not even be on the roster. Nectario, how many times have I said, like, um, you can't judge off two preseason friendlies? But what I'm telling you is what I, I, I'm just because I'm alone tonight, I feel like I have to repeat all of the opinions. So I don't want it to seem like these are all my opinions per se, but it's more what I've been reading. It's my first time doing one of these solo podcasts, guys. So, Nick Darius, give give it easy on me. You know, I'm trying to just bring up the opinions. A lot of the comments are um, are quite um, quite negative, and I'm trying to bring them up. I'm still trying to be positive, um, but it's difficult when you're up here all alone. But yeah, guys, um, shall we talk about some more positive things? I think the transfer strategy has been really pop popular, or not popular, quite smart, smart, very very intelligent. I think, I think bringing, I think bringing Pipa in and uh, uh, and what's Zinkernagel in early, Abu Bakar Kamara in early, Versalco in early, will pay dividends. I'm really excited to see those guys play, and I don't think they're gonna play right away per se as well. I think uh, Pedro Martins may go slow. Another pack I I just remembered as well is. Um, What's it called? Um, Gary Rodriguez suffered another injury, guys. Is this what are we gonna do with this guy? It seems like he's always injured. Um, does he have a future at Olympiacos? Sure, but it's really disappointing when a player you kind of were counting on to to do have a nice season comes back from preseason. He was going all around, he was vacationing, comes back and he's injured. 
Like, man, you're go- he was posting on Instagram in Dubai, wherever, parties, and you come back with an injury and we'll... It's disappointing. It's disappointing and... Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what they're going to do with Gary Rodriguez. Um, we'll see. Uh, can we count on him against Maccabi Haifa? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. So we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see for sure. And Nectarius, you're exactly right. Kane or Bagla, Yanis will not play it right back. Of course, of course. And as soon as we get um, we get those guys in for Salkov with Pipa, Pipa, Pipa. I just it's always so weird saying it. But anyway. We're not going to see those guys doing there. I, I'm interested in seeing Mohamedou Kane, 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 excuse me, play in the midfield as well. I'm excited to see him. I've heard um, there's reports saying he's had a fantastic preseason so far and he's looking good. That's exciting. Um, let's just see. Let's just see. I think. I I think we're. I again. I have. Uh, I have a comment from Spiros. Kalispera, ti nomi ehte yatin ikona stoa prota filikatu thirillo. As we've said, all right, it's good. As for me, that's it. Έχει τα καλά του και το κακό. Αλλά θα δούμε. Θα δούμε. First two matches, as we said, there's not really any way to judge these matches very strictly. As Nectarios, Viper, Lakis, other people have said um, throughout. It's really difficult. A lot of these players will never play in these positions. I also want to bring a topic up, guys. Um, Lazar Angelovic is back. Do you, uh, what do you guys think of him? He had a few good set pieces. Um, looks really good in those set pieces. But other than that, I think some of the bad habits that we got really upset about were there again, guys. Um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Some of the running at people. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. And again, guys, I'm going to drop the link since there's more people here. And I'm all alone. If you guys want to spare my misery, you want to come on here and speak with me. I'm dropping the link once more. Um, yeah, if you guys want to not hear me talk anymore, feel free. Lackeys, Viper, Spiros, Nectarios. Adi, our friend from uh, Maccabi Haifa. If you want to talk to us about Maccabi Haifa, I'm happy to have you on the podcast. The link's... Down below, always happy to have you guys and listen to your opinions because I'm almost always, but also because I'm solo tonight. But um, I I think Lazar Angelovic is on the fringe of the team. I don't know if he's going to make it. I think now with the injury of Gary Rodriguez and also just the lack of professionalism, Lackey's hit the nail on the head. Very, very poor signing because of the lack of professionalism, no commitment. Like I would say, though, that Gary Rodriguez was one of our better wingers last season. Without him, it would have been so much worse. So, who knows? Who knows? Um, that's the thing, though. I, I just think you can't trust Gary Rodriguez. And I... um, What else did I say? What was I saying? Gary Rodriguez. Yeah, Gary Rodriguez, you can't trust him, but... I don't know if you guys remember when we thought we were going to get Morgan DeSantis. I did a podcast with Costa and we talked about the job a sporting director at Olympiacos would have. And there's a lot of heavy contracts. And I got in an argument with a guy on Twitter because he said Henry Onyekuru was a, a, uh, 
he was like, oh, you're from the Gate 7 International. That's why you think Henry Onyakur is a signing of of uh, Modesto. But I can say with you and I can say from public reports, but also from what we've been told from very trusted sources, from people very close to the decision-making at the club, that Henry Onyakur was a signing and offered to Francois Modesto via Monaco. That was all his signing. And the reason Henry Onyakuru was playing so much last season um, may have been due to the sporting director's push to play him. But that's another story for another time. I don't want to open that can of worms. Um, yeah, so I... Um, yeah, where was I? Lazar Angelovic. I was talking about Angelovic. Yeah, guys, I think you need to keep Lazar Angelovic for the qualifiers because... Your other winger, Gary Rodriguez, is going to be in Santorini with another injury. You never know, right? And, um, yeah. Oh, regarding De Sanctis. Morgan De Sanctis, if he had signed for Olympiacos, any sporting director who had signed for Olympiacos, needs to get rid of a lot of dead weight. And to be honest, at this point, we're looking at Gary Rodriguez is a heavy contract. Henry Onyokuru, you'll never sell him. But you're also looking at some of, um, some of the older players. Kenny Lala, of course, a little... Poor. No one really wants to buy him. Costas Fortunis, of course. No one really wants to buy him. You also have big contracts now of Yusef El Arabi until he's 38 years old. That's a lot of money they're paying him. So, you know, it's difficult at Olympia because there's a lot of aging players with big, big wages. Big, big, big wages. So, even Matia Valbuena this season is uh, going for 38 years old. So, uh, Adi, that's okay if you if you feel good enough to come on and speak. We'll, we'll also be speaking with a Maccabi Haifa podcast. Adi, you may be knowing of them. I think it was the Barking Dog. I, what's the translation? I can look up. It's the Green Barking Dog. Um, I'll get back to you. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. But we'll be speaking with uh, guys from a Maccabi Haifa podcast. Um, let me go. It's... It translates Barking in Green. Sorry, Barking in Green. That's the, the name of the podcast um, of the Maccabi Haifa people we will be speaking with. Also, journalists in Israel we'll be speaking with later. So, um, yeah, guys, um, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what's going to go on, who's going to be shifted out. Also, there's going to be, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I assume there's going to be another round of cuts at some point um, of players. I don't know if anyone knows about this. Lackeys, Viper, Nectarios. Do you, do you know if um, there will be more players cut? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Leo Kutris, guys. Do we want to talk about Leo Kutris? Has a decent preseason so far. That's that's exciting. We tweeted about that on our account. Um, unfortunately, he got, a, I think it was a groin injury. He's about out about a week, which is disappointing because he started playing very well. Um. I thought very well. I, I saw some people arguing it about Twitter. He's only playing well because we think Oleg is garbage, blah, blah, blah. is terrible. So we'll see. We'll see, guys. Um, we'll see. It's very early. Um, and if there's nothing else really to talk about, I, I don't know what else um, you guys want me to bring up. Anything you want my opinion on, feel free to drop in the chat um, what I think about the team, what I think about the roster. Also, guys, shall we do a starting 11? What our starting 11 versus Maccabi Haifa should be? 
we can do that as well. Um, well, whatever you guys want to do, drop a comment in the section. Actually, Adi from from Israel, I believe, has joined us. Adi, am I saying your name right? Welcome to the Gate Seven International Podcast. Thanks for joining, mate. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's not even your own team, so it's quite nice to have you on and to hear about Maccabi Haifa doing all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to learn about you. But oh, I that's great because we're we're open to learn about <laughs> you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so yeah. If you have any questions about Olympiacos, you can ask them, and then and then I'll ask you. Let's do that. Uh, actually, as Israeli, I was uh, curious to know what's about the striker you have a moroccan striker named yusuf yeah. al-arabi and we yeah. heard in israel that he don't really want to play against maccabi i don't know if it's true he doesn't want to play like, against just really. rumors because many times uh, muslim players don't really want to play against for example we uh, in this season we compete against feynord yeah. and there was an, an iranian player that didn't uh, play against us i think like he boycotted again. yeah um to be honest with you adi uh i there's been nothing about that in Greek media, and Olympiakos is going to be paid, just gave Yusef El Arabi a contract for almost two million euros. Yeah, and he heard. gets almost he gets almost half a million euros if we make it to the Champions League. So he has all the incentive to play. Um, I think he'll be there. I think he's going to play. Um, so those unlucky not, for us, unlucky for you guys. Um, yeah, yeah. But lucky for you in that this isn't the same Yusef El Arabi from three years ago, two years ago, who knocked. Arsenal out of the Europa League, who took Olympiacos, got big goals against Bayern Munich in the Champions League, you know, did amazing things, scored 30 goals. He's slowed down a bit um, and whatnot, you know, so a bit easier. But El Arabi should play. And he's one of those players where he could do nothing for the whole game and still score two goals. So I wouldn't say just because he's gotten a bit older, he's not a danger man. He's still very dangerous. Good to know. Good to know. We our striker is also like I think is about his age, thirty five. Oh, okay. I don't know what. And is he any good? He did well in the Israeli league. Uh, last season he didn't play, so he won only one championship with us. His name is Nikita okay. Rukavisa. He was the Australian uh, striker for once, but uh, now he's come back after a not very good season in uh, Hapoel Beersheba. Basically, it was okay. contract problems. And now he's back mm. to Maccabi. Okay. Which is interesting because Olympiacos last time we played uh Israeli team, we got knocked out by Hapoel Beshev. I remember it. It was uh Yeah, actually very... the same coach, Barak Bahar is the yeah. our coach. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, we've we've been discussing that as well on the podcast. Um mm. I remember it very very vividly. I rem- I still remember the striker. Um the Ni- I think he was Nigerian, he now plays in Turkey. The name starts with one. Wakeme, was that it? He's yeah. the, the MVP now in Turkey. Yeah, he's, he's a fantastic player. I remember when he, we played against him, I thought, oh, wow, the striker's quite good. But yeah, so I, I actually re-looked up um, the videos of that game. They're still on YouTube, the full game, if people so want to go through the pain. So nothing to worry about. We yeah. are not that good as that Bersheva was. That Bersheva mm. was much better. Was that considered a good team in Israel, that Bersheva team? Was that considered quite a good team? Yeah, one of the good teams... Like one wow. of the best team you recently, let's say also Maccabi Tel Aviv was like two yeah. years ago. Was uh, and I read uh, Tel Aviv took uh, Olympiacos was targeting him in the winter. Um, Eran Zahavi, if I said Zahavi, did I say that? Yeah, he just signed today. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a, is that considered quite a huge signing over there? Like, uh, 
He's quite, well, he's quite a good goal scorer. He's a bit old and he has some knee problems, but he's a good player. Yeah, he is the top scorer of the Israel national team, like ever. So yeah, so, it is a it is, it is a big deal. It is a big and deal. the the interesting I found uh, is his father is one of the biggest football agents in the world. Correct, he's the agent of Lewandowski, of our coach Pedro Martins, and one of our new signings yeah. actually. Pini Zahavi, I think his name is. Yeah, I'm not wrong. yeah, it's really interesting. So, um, yeah, I guess um. I can give some background on Olympiacos and Nectarios brings up a good point. We've played Israeli teams, I think, four or five times in Champions League qualifiers and we've never gone through, which is kind of a weird stat. So, Yeah, it's true about Olympiacos, but it's not true about the wall all of the Greek teams. No, it's like, just Olympiacos. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's well, just also, Olympiacos. I think Maccabi also knocked out Panathinaikos like a yeah. decade ago or something like that. But um, yeah, it's, we, we lost to Pauk. You guys have, um, I think, some some number against us, but I think also um, in these qualifiers, you you guys are strong as well because you're used to the hot weather, if I can say that. A lot of times, teams will come, I think, from Eastern Europe or Northern Europe, and it's the, the heat on a July night at even nine in the evening is so hot. I think by yeah. the 60th minute, they're so tired. And then we play against you guys, and there's no such thing because you suffer the same type of heat in the summer training. So I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. It's not only the heat, it's also where I forgot the word. <laughs> no. Also, you said your English was so, so it's fantastic. The humidity. Yeah. Yeah, humidity. for sure. No, no, my English is not that good. No, it's very good. No, I promise you, it's good. It's always so, funny because, because play, people come on there. And say Haifa, their English is I good, think, but it's fantastic. I think like Piraeus, I think like Piraeus, yeah. is really close to the Medi Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, and that's um, why yeah. it's not only the hot weather; it's also the hum humidity. Yeah, and yeah, um, basically teams from Eastern Europe usually don't really get used to this weather. But yeah. I know for Olympiacos, it's not a big deal. Yeah, um, for sure. And actually, I have one question about Maccabi Haifa. You signed Adi's former right back Daniel Sudgren. Are you excited yeah. about that side? He's quite a decent player, to be honest with you. A lot of people, Olympiacos fans, were, because he came out of contract, were thinking, oh, maybe we can get this guy to be a backup right back. In the end, we took um, Pipa, the right back of Huddersfield, and we're going to get Fersalco to be the starter. But um, I consider he's very, he was, he's a good level. He's a very good level right back. So you guys should be happy with that signing. Um, I, I really hope, so. I, I watched some highlights of him in Ari Saloniki. Yeah. I really hope he's uh, the, the guy that will upgrade us because in, in the Israeli teams, you, 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 we are not allowed to sign more than six foreigners. Oh, okay. We have this, uh, uh, the, the Israeli yeah, association the wants yeah, yeah. to... The Greek uh, one is like, thinking about it as well since we have barely any Greeks anymore. They're so like, when, oh, so. so when we choose foreigner place, we have we to, to be, be accurate. Yeah, we have yeah. to be careful and we have to be accurate. So yeah. I would say I, he's a I, I warrior, really to be guy. honest. He's a fighter. He's a fighter. He looked like, like a Viking to me. Yeah. Like he, a, the, a bit, the, the best games he Daniel Sudgren gave for Aris, I would say, um, I would say against Pauk or in Derbys, he always was fighting. He was mm -hmm. to me, he was high end Greek league player, to be honest. And I would have been happy if Olympiaco signed him as a backup. As a backup, to be honest. He wasn't like for Olympiacos to make it in the Champions League group stage, I don't think Daniel Sudgren would have been good enough um, yeah, for that. For Salco, as you know. Versalco. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. But I think he's a very solid player, to be honest. So. But when we look at... And he knows Olympiacos well. Not, so. We're not uh, even thinking about Europe. 
for us, Europe is like a, a mm. we're, we're not, we are just look, uh, want to win the Israeli league. And in yeah. Europe, we're, we are not even expect to, to qualify to the Champions League, to be honest. I, I say, say that the big achievement will be maybe to qualify to Europe, UEFA Europa League group stage. Yeah. Last season, we played in the Conference League group stage and we didn't do very well, although yeah. we equal, uh, draw to the group of death, if many people say with yeah. Feyenoord, Slavia, and uh, Onion. Yeah, that's a difficult one. Yeah, so and we are not seeded team in Europe, too. So yeah. it's we we try to have our experience in Europe, and maybe in a few years from now we will come back to the biggest stage. But now I don't see yeah. it happening. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a feeling of nervousness um, with Olympiacos fans for sure because of the history, just given the history of with Israeli teams. But also the the team is really um, could I say like in an insecure place. Um, I think there's big pressure to get results immediately. So we'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but to actually, be honest, on note, talent, note, yeah, I go uh, edited. I'm a video editor. I'm like a semi-professional, and oh, I think okay. I tagged you in Twitter. If you, uh, I yeah, I think we saw that. Yeah. So I, I made a promo to the game. So. Yeah, I'll have to, we'll have to look at that and maybe retweet it. So um, that's cool. Yeah, no, it, it's quite exciting. I, I think it's going to be a good fixture. I think one of the luckiest things we've got is um, we got the second leg at home this time with Beersheva. Of course, we we played yeah. the second leg in Israel and the team looked so decimated. So I think at least being at home in that second leg, even if things are not going well and the team's not playing well, I think at least we can get over the line you know we have very strong environment as well so we'll see we'll see we'll have to yeah, see yeah it will be interesting for sure yeah and so i i want to bring up some comments um we have from lakis who says my prediction on cuts is andruzos kutris kane maybe ba lazar tikino and probably hassan kunde is going to be loaned madisi say Masuras are going to be sold. Lackey's mate, we're not going to have a team now. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, we uh, we see uh, we need Baz, a backup uh, central defender. We need if you sell Tequino and Hassan, we have no striker other than Kamara, and uh, if he signs, knock on wood and uh, others. So I don't know about that. And Adi, we have a question in the comment section. How is Olympiacos viewed in Israel? How how do you guys think of Olympiacos as a team, um, and what's the media? Well, obviously, obviously that obviously that was the team we wanted to avoid. We yeah. didn't want to to, to uh, draw against Olympiacos. Uh, when we think about the Greek uh, football, we think about Olympiacos and Panathinaikos, but we know Olympiacos is by far the be the best team in in, in Greece. Yeah. And yeah, we're not very happy with the uh, draw. <laughs> yeah. No, I. But it went both ways because Olympiacos, I think, saw teams from Belarus and um, some other countries where you think, okay, this wouldn't be so hard. And we took the team from Israel, a uh, place where we've struggled historically to go by. And it was kind of like, well, shit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think both sides got kind of screwed over because um, I I would say we, Maccabi Haifa and maybe Maribor, Mario Bor from Slovenia. Yeah, Maribor is, is quite good. Yeah, so we'll see. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I don't think it's going to be easy by any means for Olympiacos to go through. I 
I also just don't think we have any sort of idea what the squad is going to be looking like, what the layout of the team. I think there's some certains. I, I asked the question of our fans, what do you think the starting 11 will be? And I'll give you, Adi, what I think the starting 11 will be. It'll be Thomas Vachlik, who's the starting goalkeeper of the Czech national team in goal. Simer Versauko, of course, well-known former Atletico Madrid player. In defense, it's going to be Cisse and Socrates Papasathopoulos. At left back, you'll have Oleg Reubchuk, unless a disaster strikes. Um, and then this is where it gets interesting. In the midfield, I think he's going to go with Jan Envia, um, Agibu Kamara, and Mari Kamara. And I think up top, he's going to play Masuras, El Arabi. And here's the question. Who's the third winger going to be? I think Zinker Nagel is the new sign. He's not going to make it. If I'm being honest, I think it's probably going to be um, what's what's the other winger's name? God, I'm blanking. Maybe um, Jao Carvalho or even um, Gary Rodriguez if he's fit, guys. Guys, I'm blanking on a winger's name. Who else do we have? Is is that really it? We don't have another winger, but I don't know. So um, yeah, I think that's pretty sure going to be the lineup or what he'll do. Um, and the comments can agree with this. He did this in the second friendly. He'll start a midfield if Jan Envia. Pierre Kunde and Mari Camara, and then Agi Bukamara will start on the wing with Yorgos Masuras and El Arabi. So I think that's likely to be the team, if I'm being honest. But we have players coming in every day. Um, as I started the podcast, Abu Bakar Kamara will be signed in the middle of the, the week. Sime Versalco flies to Greece on Tuesday. He will be um, he will be up with the team in training camp in Austria on Thursday. But there's also more. There's more names. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following this one. Scarpa of Palmeras. Actually, I should have led with this. Scarpa of Palmeras um, is heavily linked with Olympiacos. The Brazilians say they don't want to give him up. Um, We've been told by friends um, in Brazil, very good friends of the podcast, that Scarpa, they think Scarpa is going to leave. They think Palmeras is trying to drive a hard bargain, but they'll give him up to Olympiacos if they offer two to three million euros. So that's information that we haven't even released on social media. So maybe I need to go do that after the podcast. But yeah, so we'll see. Um, lots of signings, exciting time, but a little bit of uncertainty. Is Olympiacos going to be better than last season? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. So, and if you guys have any questions for Adi about uh, Maccabi Haifa, throw them in the, the comment section. Can you just give us a... I guess uh, we have some questions of just like the general, um, the general layout of Maccabi Haifa. Like, where would you say? How do they play? What formation? Where they're strong? Where they're mm-hmm. weak? What we can expect in general? Well, so that's a tricky one because we usually play four three three formation in the Israeli league. Okay. Also, against European teams who are in our level or lower than our level, we still play four three three. However, in the Europa Conference League, the Barak Bahar played in 5-3-2 sometimes, or sometimes even uh, 5 uh, with the... 5-3-2? No, I think it was 3-4-3 sometimes. So three Uh, defenders, but still with the wingers and striker. So usually he he does this when he plays against superior team. And only okay. Biakos is superior to Makati Haifa. So I, I guess it's a, it's a possibility that we will play with three defenders against you. Okay. Have you guys started your preseason? Where's the team doing their preseason as well, if they have? 
started, I assume they have. Uh, some uh, training matches in Israel, yeah. And oh, are they going? Do they typically go abroad for the preseason? Like Olid Belkos, for example, I don't know if you've noticed, is in Austria to escape the Greek heat. Um, is Maccabi yeah, yeah. going abroad as well to train or to the Netherlands? Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. So I still don't know leave? who we will play against. To be honest, I ah, okay, know. okay. Do you know when they leave? Will it be soon or? Mm, they didn't release the schedule yet in the social media, so. Maybe some oh, okay. people, know, I don't know. Okay, okay. No worries, no worries. It's just interesting to see how different teams take it. Um, I have uh, some more questions. Uh, good evening, Labro from Manos. Kalispera, uh, Mano, Fille. We have a question for our question. Comment from Lakis. One sink gets in the starting lineup, he's going to be a mainstay. Not because he's anything <laughs> spectacular, but because the rest are so far. Lakis, I think Zink is quite going to be a good player. Zink or Nagel? Um, I don't know if you guys saw our interview with Paul Taylor of The Athletic. Really interesting. Great conversation. Great guy as well. Um, it's really interesting to speak with people who work at such big publications and also are very close. He's very close to the people, um, to to the team there. And Adi, uh, I, th I know you have to leave. You've been on here for a little while. Do you have any last comments before heading out? Thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Thank you for following. Hopefully, uh, at the end of this, you'll be an Olympiacos fan. You know, we convert you <laughs> maybe, to... Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> bye -bye. Anyway, man. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Thank you. And guys, that was Adi, a fan of Maccabi Haifa. It was nice to have him on. Um, so, Lucky, back to your point. I really don't think... Um, I don't think... Um, Zinker Nagel's bad by any means. Speaking with Paul on and off camera, I think Zinker Nagel's actually quite good. Actually quite good. I'm quite excited. Um, I think the signing links to his agent. We talk about it a bit. Um, his agent is Zahavi, the father of the player, Ervin Zahavi, who's also the agent of Pedro Martins. So there's a relationship there between the club. So um, I think it's a good deal. I think it's going to be a good player. But like you said many times, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, Manos comes in and comments, it seems that the major problem is still the lack of creativity. The freshness level will be evaluated at some point. But in the second friendly, the team tried to press at some point, finally. Yes, Mano, that's a good point. One of the one of the things I noticed in the second, second friendly was deep, high press. And it was odd. We hadn't seen that for a little while now at Olympiacos. Very interesting. I think... Um, actually, the goal and the few chance and the chances that Fortuna Dusseldorf had was because of the team's lack of experience in pressing. Pedro Martins actually mentioned this um, after the game to Cosmote. He said um, the lines weren't very even, like Avram Papadopoulos, very poor positioning during the press. He was getting beat or balls in in behind. Um, that's something everyone will get used to as they get more used to it. They work on it more at preseason. I hope. Uh, that's going to happen. And good to see you, my friend. Thank you for joining along this evening. Any news on the departures of the likes of Lalan Henri? Henri. I didn't say Thierry. Henry. Henry Onyakuru. Jesus Christ, I'm going crazy. Um, yeah, guys, uh, Henry Onyakuru is linked with every single team in Turkey. And you know what the deal is going to be? It's going to be we pay half of his wages or less, and they pay us nothing because that's the situation. And I bet you he won't even leave until August because they're going to try to drive a bargain. So let's see. Let's see, guys. Let's see. I don't really have news on Lala. I think uh, Lil 
is Montpellier and Lille are still looking at him. I don't really know. I spoke with um, our friend in France, Martial, and he says mid-table to bottom-table French teams are very interested. It's more a question if they can get him for near free. Those French teams don't really want to pay for him. Um, Nectario says, I think Avram is not is not poor positioning. He doesn't have legs anymore. Actually, Nectarios, the, the positioning was... Okay, he was beat for pace, of course, but <clears throat> as the team is paying, playing a high line, no matter how good his positioning is, he he can't... And the positioning, I think, was bad a few times, but again, I don't judge these preseasons very harshly. Um, yeah, but that's, that's the point. You're going to play high-pressing football. Avram Pavlopoulos is not a player who can play high-pressing football at his age. So we'll see. It's not a big deal. Avram Papadopoulos is not going to play in big games when we're pressing up the pitch. So it's no big deal. No big deal. Other than that, guys, um, yeah, we're still waiting for some players to depart. We'll see. Hopefully, Lala, Henry, and I think Lakis mentioned it. The team is super bloated right now. There's like 35 dudes in the team. We need to get these guys out. We need to get them out the door. Let's get them out the door. Uh, yeah, there you go. Nick Thaddeus got it. Yeah, just what I said. Don't think so that he'll play any important in games that require pressure in midfield. For sure, for sure, for sure. That's why I don't want to judge too hardly. But let's see um, departures. A lot of people coming in. Like I said, Versalco in this week. Abu Bakar Kamara in this week. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they do. Um, you guys may know better than me. When is the next friendly? Is it tomorrow? Is it tomorrow, guys? Tomorrow evening? Um, I think it is tomorrow evening. Um, and then after that, I think we play Slavia Praga on Wednesday. So let's see. Let's see. Um, we've got, I think, five more friendlies in um, in in Austria until we come back to Greece to play with uh, AZ Alkmaar of the Netherlands. So, um, yeah. And I assume in that time we may have a friendly with Aris or something in Greece, La Mia, Atromitors. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Tutala uh, Tut. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully Kutris isn't seriously injured as well. Yep. Yep. For sure. Manos asks, do you think that Manolas is actually bad and a veteran or needs a better partner? Guys, I don't know what the situation with Manolas is, to be honest. Okay. And also the friendly is tomorrow. Confirmed. So it's on Cosmote Sport 1, I think, guys. If you if you have Greek television, but um yeah I I don't know what the situation is with Manolas guys I don't want to judge him until I can clearly judge the player if that makes sense by maybe October November we'll see we'll see I I don't know what the situation is with Manolas I mentioned it earlier on the podcast it's a bit of this player who's on some of the highest wages of your team is your third choice center back. If you guys were making the team for Maccabi Haifa and it was tomorrow, would Manolas be your starting central defender? He wouldn't be mine. What does that say about the player? What does that say about the situation we're in with him? And Manos also mentions the money Manolas and Socrates. We could both buy something like Semedo. That's another good point. Semedo's still on contract, guys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pepe is still on decent wages as well. Maxi Lovera, of course, is on a decent contract. Um, yeah, those guys need to be sold. Of course, Fortuny's on one of the biggest contracts in the team. Nowhere to be seen. So, 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll keep you up to date, guys. Um, there, I'm sure there's going to be news breaking tomorrow. I could be seeing Abu Bakr Kamara signing literally tomorrow. Um, I don't know if he's in Greece. He's not in Greece yet, so we'll see. He's done his medical. He's not done his medical, so we'll see. As we're approaching the hour mark, guys, um, then it's really just me solo. I think we've gone over everything. Is there really anything else we need to cover? Is there anything I've missed, guys? Um, I think if not, I'll, I'll just call the episode. I'm so grateful for so many of you who are following along. This is quite difficult to do the solo episode. I'm definitely going to need a, a beverage after this, like some tea. My throat is shot speaking an hour straight, but it's been great having you guys here, leading the conversation, asking questions, me throwing questions back at you guys. And also to our friend uh, Adi from, from Israel. That was great to hear about Maccabi Haifa and just, Go back and forth. What a great guy. Really nice. Um, and we'll be retweeting the highlight video he made on Twitter. Um, he told us he was a graphic, uh, not graphic design, video design artist. He's in, he, he's in that business. So we'll love to support the guy. Love to support him. And um, yeah, unless there's uh, any other Manosas, did you see Olympiakos training staff friendly? When did that happen? Is that on YouTube or something? I'll, I'll take a look. I don't think I saw it. I saw the interview with Zinker Nagel, but... I haven't seen that. So I'll give that a look. Um, yeah, interesting. Martin seemed quite good. A replacement for Cub. <laughs> maybe, maybe Manos. You could imagine Martins is the man to solve our uh, creation issues. Well, on that note, guys, um, I guess I should just say, make sure to like and subscribe. Um, also hit that that notification bell so you know when when we're live and when our content goes live on Facebook, also on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. It's always great engaging with you guys, making the community bigger. Um, we're all in this one together. Let's see what Olympiacos can turn out. And this is also the last episode from Geneva. So it may be the last episode for a while for me. I'll be moving, starting to work. So we'll see. I may be back in a, in a few weeks. So um, if not, hopefully I can come back sooner, but doubtful at the moment. So... I'll catch you guys all on social media. You can, of course, follow me on my at, at Labrosimos, um, on Twitter. I'm there, tweeting my opinions ever so often. So, yeah, thanks, guys, so much for tuning in. Thank you for being here and supporting our project. On that note, have a great evening. More content is coming. Adi has more deep dive for you guys. Um, I know Versalco is coming up. I know Abu Bakar Kamara is coming up. Keep your eyes out on our channel. You can get more deep dives and learn more about these players, more than any journalist will tell you about on the radio. On that note, guys, have a great night. Kali dinami. And have a great start to your week. Kali evdomada. If we're listening on Monday. Um, and for the rest of you guys, enjoy. I know it's warm in Athens. Stay cool. Put the air conditioning on. Stay strong. Okay, guys. On that note, have a good night. Bye-bye. Ciao. Oh, pour pas Jésus, pas